FM 96.3 AM 620. News Talk WVMT. Welcome back to The Morning Drive, everybody. Kurt and Anthony here on this TGIF Friday and sort of Halloween Eve, almost. <laughs> it's getting there. And it's getting there. And with us today is, in honor of the fact that Halloween is just around the corner on Tuesday next week, Thea Lewis. Yes, I'm I'm here with your first episode of Ghost Guides Without Makeup. So, it's <laughs> getting... And Thea, before we get into some Halloween-themed topics... Uh, remind us again about the new book that came out. You talked about it a few weeks on the show, but let's get another plug out for it. Yeah, True Crime Stories of Burlington, Vermont is in stores now. I've gotten some calls. Uh, so so surprising because it's basically a Burlington and sort of Chittenden County area, um, with the exception of a couple of very historic crimes that are statewide of statewide interest. But I've gotten calls from people in southern Vermont who'd like me to come down and do some some signings and readings for them. And so the, the books the book's been a lot of fun. Oh, I oh yeah. yeah. And I loved hearing some of the stories from it when you were on last time. They, yeah. It's it's they're they're really great stories. And uh, so again you can go out to Phoenix Books downtown. Phoenix Books downtown and in Essex. Um, you know, uh there are so many booksellers across the state. If you are worried or wondering if your independent bookseller is carrying true crime stories of Burlington, Vermont, just give them a call and say, yeah. Hey, I'm looking for this book. And it's very easy usually with the distributorship to to get a hold of the books and also available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble at uh, target.com. Yeah. And wow, look at with, you. Yeah. Look at me. Fancy. <laughs> and, and with Halloween next week, then yeah. we move on into the big, you know, Thanksgiving and then Christmas. And it's a perfect gift for the holidays too. It's, you know, I was so surprised when, um, when my first book, um, which is a, a Burlington based book, it's haunted Burlington spirits of Vermont's queen city. That book came out, and I was on this station. I was talking back in the day to you know to Charlie and Ernie, and people were calling in uh, after the holidays and saying that they'd gotten the books for their dad or their brother or their uncle for Christmas, and it was like a coffee table book as they yeah. were after dinner. They were all looking through all of the old things that I mentioned, like oh gosh, Magrum's department store in downtown Burlington, or uh, you know any any old thing like the Black Cat Cafe. Yeah, well, I think it's it's everybody can associate with it you know yeah. and then you hear about this history and it's like oh wow and they're fun because they're there it is a good coffee table book i think we have one actually on the table at camp because it, people flip open and just read one chapter and they're like and then it's a great discussion it yeah. opens up a great discussion Perfect you don't have, gift to, for, you don't have to read the whole book uh, right. at once you right. can just you know and especially with the spooky stories you can do one a night and that's a lot of fun yeah, <laughs> yeah so if you're giving somebody which i sometimes give a book for christmas this is a perfect gift in that it's it's not. It's a. It's a local book about local stories. Here, anybody would like that. I'm a local gal. There yes. you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, you and, know, um, I was going to ask you. I mean, this is this is like the pinnacle, though, right? I mean, we're we're headed into the oh this weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, Queen City Ghost Walks. So you must be with Halloween around the corner. We're heading into Halloween weekend, sort of. You must be busy. So busy, and our tours have been topping out at like fifty, fifty-five people. 
and we um, and we expect at this time of year. Um, sometimes, as we get closer to Halloween, there's a little begging that goes on because we've got tours that are closed. Because I make the joke um, when I had my first really big tour years ago, I looked back at everyone and uh, I said to someone, "This is like leading the the dance group from Soul Train through the city of Burlington. <laughs> it's just it just you look back and it's crazy because it's just all you can see are people." As far as my eye can see, but um, so tonight we've still got some availability left. Very little, I think, for uh, my 8 p.m. tour, which I'm leading. I've got a couple of guides who are awesome who are going to be leading Fright by Flashlight tonight at Lakeview Cemetery, which oh. is a ghost investigation tour with uh, great spooky stories and kids and adults. It's been a lot of adults. I yeah. designed this as an all ages tour. Adults love it, I think, even more than the kids. So they get to use compasses, they get to use pendulums, they get to speak to the gravestones and see what's up. And so it's a lot of fun. So all by flashlight. All by all in a dark cemetery by flashlight with a few <laughs> sort of auxiliary <laughs> kind of lights going yeah. on. And that's spooky to start with. Yeah. In the dark in a cemetery. Um, so now, but you're doing a different tour? So my tour is the Darkness Falls tour downtown, my flagship tour, the one I started with. So I'm tonight, tomorrow night, Sunday night, and Halloween, I'll be down there. Halloween, it's going to be like a hocus pocus. I'll be there with my guides. So, you know, uh, Monday, Tuesday night, if people are looking around and a lot of the Halloween activities have kind of, you know, fallen by the wayside for the year, Queen City Ghost Walk is going right through Halloween. So people, but people, I encourage people to get their tickets because as I said, Just tomorrow night, left. yeah, tomorrow night's eight o'clock walk is already sold out and some of the walks are getting really close. And remind people if they do want to, as they're listening, how do they do it? If they want to walk on a Queen City Ghost Walk tour, they just have to go online to seven days tickets. Uh, don't don't depend on thinking that you might be able to walk up because many times we've had to disappoint people because it becomes a safety issue. Yeah. You get so many people and uh, and and you just have to say, I'm so sorry. Can you try to come back tomorrow night? We'll put you on a list or something. But, um, you know, get a ticket, grab a ticket for another time. But it's been a lot of fun. I mean, uh, this is my first year, as you know, having guides who work with me and a holly who is actually the sexton for the burlington cemeteries she last night on her tour she she said to anybody she said uh or pete pete clavel was on our tour last night oh was he yeah and so I just uh, talked to him so yeah so she so she says to the group just throws it out um you know in my day job i'm the sexton for the burlington cemeteries does anybody know what a sexton is nobody says anything and she says it's not dirty i assure you <laughs> right. well that's what and i was so, wondering you know yeah. and so the mayor says yeah, you're the person who you know you're you're in in charge of the cemeteries. You're the person who you know she's she's the administrative person who, if someone's grieving or if someone wants to do what I do and do a tour in the cemetery, Holly is the first the first line there. So I was lucky to grab her. Wow, that's perfect too because you think about a tour through a cemetery. Um, now, and can I ask when 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 you were a kid, did you spend time in cemeteries? You know, it's funny. I was always uh, drawn to cemeteries, and my grandmother, rest her soul, um, we used to take long trips from Burlington to where my aunt and uncle lived in Pennsylvania. And she loved if we had like a rube, a younger kid in the car. She would say, for instance, the first time my sister came, uh, Lily, how many dead in that cemetery as we're driving past a place? And my sister would quickly begin to try to calculate. And right. my and my grandmother would laugh and say, we hope they're all dead in that cemetery, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, so, yeah, I mean, I've never been, I, I've always been so curious about cemeteries and love the history in cemeteries. In my in my book about Lakeview Cemetery, I mean, I had so much fun researching that because some of the people like John J. Flynn, who 
started the Flynn Theater. Fascinating characters, just amazing history. I think, uh, yeah, you think of the history when you do go into a cemetery and you see some some tombstones from like 1793 yeah. or whatever, or and then you see somebody that's just got the little one, then somebody's got this great big... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lawrence Barnes. Yeah. Lawrence Barnes, I think, has the biggest monument in Lakeview Cemetery. It's this gorgeous, tall monument with this beautiful woman at the top. And he was a big deal in Burlington. If it, uh, He brought a lot of prosperity to the town. When we were covered with lumber yards down on the waterfront, he was the guy who made all that happen. Well, it's always been, since I was a little kid, I don't know, uh, I think it was probably third or fourth grade, we went, uh, you know, as an art project, you know, and you you get the big pieces of paper and you you, you do the... Uh, you, the rubbings. The rubbings. Yeah. And ever since then, um, I just... I. I, if I'm like, if I'm in a town or, you know, we stop and get a coffee, uh, there's a little cemetery right in Brandon. Um, my wife was at a, uh, like the, some shop and I'll, I'll find a little cemetery and just read, read the headstones and things. And that's why I wondered because, uh, when I went to Johnson, there was a cemetery right in town that, um, uh, I, I would I would always just read the headstones and and be like wow look at how old that is I wonder yeah. what they did and you start thinking about the people and and so um, I love the fact that you have taken it and and connected it to history with Burlington and you just know off the top of your head like Lawrence Barnes or or uh, Flynn and yeah. you and you have all that history right there and you you bring it all together I think it's very cool I really do I think that's one of the things people love about the fright by flashlight is they get to hear about people like. E.T. Englesby, who used to own the property there. I mean, people here, Englesby Brook, they know that family. The property on the corner where Vermont Pub and Brewery is used to be his property. Or even Horatio Nelson Jackson, who made the first cross-country drive by car with a dog, you know, with this little bulldog. And, and he's buried here in Burlington. He's buried here in Burlington. The other thing yeah. is you're, you're, you're there with them. I mean, yeah. it's, it's not like you're reading a sign about them. No. It's their headstone. They're, they're, their their headstone. remains are right there. And Yeah, and to put it in... Into perspective for people who are listening, you think about history. Gosh, when I was a kid, I thought history was so dry. I had teachers who just wanted you to memorize dates. I've, mm-hmm. I've said that here before. But the people who are contemporary, who are buried in our cemeteries across the United States these days, are people that we, we know of. I mean, okay, so you're going to laugh, but my husband and I went to Buffalo, New York. And one of the things I wanted to do on that trip was go to one of the local cemeteries because Rick James is buried there. Yeah. I mean, is that where Rick James is? Rick James. Rick See, James, is, next, Rick James is in you Buffalo. You and I have to spend some time because had I known that, I have gone through Buffalo a few times. Yeah. I'd stop and see Rick. And people leave little, when you go to places like, uh, when you when you go to Rick James' grave, mm-hmm. people have left little tchotchkes and things yeah. and uh, little, an earring or a something. Yeah, yeah, anything anything personal. I left an earring just like I did when I went to visit Elvis's grave. So, and I'll tell you what, don't <laughs> mess with cemeteries either because remember no. the movie Poltergeist? Yeah, you don't want to know. You don't want to. They disrupted a cemetery mm-hmm. and moved them all. Then all mm-hmm. of a sudden they built houses and. Yeah. Go back and watch Poltergeist. See what can happen. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. What's your? I know we always ask you this on this, but what's your favorite scary movie? Oh gosh, um, my favorite scary movie I think is probably a tie between The Exorcist and The Ring. I like. Oh, both those are of those. two great ones. The oh Ring God. just completely. I saw The Exorcist as a teenager. Movie. Yeah, The Ring as an adult, it completely freaked me out. The Ring had me afraid to answer the phone. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> I, I don't know who wouldn't be. If and, of course, The Exorcist, and we got a call coming, and we'll grab it. Uh, yeah. But, Thea, The Exorcist, I just learned, and maybe everybody else knew this, but I just learned in The Killing of the Witches by by uh, Bill O'Reilly, who we had on the show last week, all about the Salem witch trials and everything. 
um, that the Exorcist story was based on a real story. Did yeah. you know that? I did. I did. Yeah. And it was a little boy. They they changed it for the movie to be a little girl. But, yeah. And, and the, most of the stuff that happened in the movie happened to this little boy. Yeah. People don't really, I don't think people really understand uh, that the, there was a period of time, and I don't know how much it's still popular now, but there have been a lot of exorcisms on the books mm-hmm. and, yeah. uh, you know, some pretty decently famous ones. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Sia. Good morning. Exploring cemeteries, my wife and I do a fair amount of that when we have the opportunity trying to trace family history and what have you. And a few years ago, we were looking up in the Cambridge-Jeffersonville area for some of my ancestors. We got on the road up to the notch from Jeffersonville and found up at the top of a hill in somebody's backyard an abandoned, well, not abandoned cemetery, but a very, very old cemetery, wandering around, and there, right at the front of the cemetery, were my fifth and sixth great-grandparents. Oh, my gosh, and how great is that? it was just astounding to look. They were from birth date around 1800, and the stuff is out there, and if you look around, you find some really amazing things. Sure. Just I'd pass that along. Thanks. Sure. And that, it's fun to just go exploring, and you never know what the name you're going to see. or No. That story reminds mm-hmm. me, because we're talking about you know the Cambridge area, mm-hmm. I am looking at a mystery right now. Holly, because she works at the cemetery, and I discovered not too long ago, uh, on some of our Darkness Falls tours, we tell a story about Edwin Parker, who was a heroic firefighter in Burlington, back in the 1800s so in doing a dive you know i'm always saying i'm falling down the rabbit hole of the old newspapers i discovered an article that said that his um all of the other folks on the fire teams in burlington to pay tribute to him collected money and they came up with about 500 dollars, which was a huge sum in those days Mm -hmm. and had a big monument built for uh you know created for him and it was supposed to be down uh near uh governor urban woodbury's monument uh facing the lake but it's not there. Oh. And so another article mentioned that it was up closer to the gate many years later. And we're trying to figure out why did it move? Did Governor Woodbury, I mean, it looks like the Woodbury plot is now larger. So was it, a, you know, was oh, it a governor going, oh, yeah. yeah, we'd really like to have this plot? We don't know. So I'm trying to figure out where is Edwin Parker now? Oh. Don't know. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Hi. Good morning to you. So do people take, Photos of these of these sites where the ghosts are with a digital camera and ever find orbs. Uh, my wife and I take the tours in Key West, and there was a theater down there where twenty children died in a fire, and we took pictures with our digital cameras. And I'll be a son of a gun. There were twenty orbs exactly over that theater, and then another area there was a, uh, a, a doll that was uh, I forget what they called it, but at his house, I, we took pictures of the house where he was. And this orb actually moved around the walkway. And I'm just wondering if people had had the same experience in Burlington with orbs, or if they even do it. And it had to be a digital camera. Yeah, I don't think it has to be a digital camera. I always caution people, and it sounds like you're experienced at doing this different places that you go, so you've probably done some research. Some people will look at uh, artifacts on their camera, and they'll think they've got an orb, and maybe they don't. Um, what I usually look for is, um, this is an interesting case of um, a woman wrote to me after hearing me on WVMT years ago, and she sent me a photo of the gym 
at Winooski High School, and she had these very strange spots in the uh, photos she was shooting of her son. She she checked her viewfinder. She didn't have anything on her viewfinder, and they were these nearly round circles, and it looked like amoeba inside, and some of them looked like faces. Well, Winooski High School is one of the most famous haunts around here. Um, you know, back in the early 60s, there were seven young men that went off on a joyride and came back through the islands, crashed into a tree, and died. And two of them were um, laid out to be memorialized at Levine's, and there was no room for the other boys, and it was decided by parents and administrators at the new high school that they would have their ceremony there. Oh, my. Yeah, so there's all kinds of interesting stories about that, and those those were very compelling um, sort of uh, circles and orbs in that photo. And um, we've had a couple of those in the cemetery. We had a young woman, a teenager, who was with her mom, take some photos near... Um, Oh, gosh, I think it was the Stannard Monument. This was some time ago, maybe 2013, 2014. And she got some very interesting stuff there, too, just uh, around the corner from the children from the Home for Destitute Children. Wow. And, and, and you know, see, just in conversation to hear about um, the Winu- I was like, the Winooski High School is relatively new. And to have to have uh, so, such history and then um, then you understand why they had yeah. five viewings there. I heard from my sister-in-law, who's a little bit older than uh, than than my husband, uh, his older sister. Uh, she was a teenager then, and she remembers that. Well, first of all, the city of Winooski was completely crushed. There, course, there was somebody who uh, such a small community uh, at the time, like largely French Canadian. Everybody was either related to one of those boys or knew them from oh, when they were yeah. younger. There were cars parked on the side of the road from the high school, like headed back into town. And she said that every time you went to the grocery store or anywhere to do anything, that it was like a wake everywhere you went in town. People were just completely overcome. Yeah. Now, Thea, just a few minutes left. Um, I, can you tell us a little bit more about the ghost walks that are going on right now? And uh, there's the cemetery one with Holly, and I know you said she's sexy and everything, so I might want to go on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sexton, Kurt. Oh, Sexton. Sexton. I'm she sorry, is. I misunderstood. <laughs> yes. Um, as Peter Clavel told you. Yes. He, he knew he what knows. it was. He's a guy who would know. Yeah. yeah. But how long does it last? How long does, like, if you go on the on the, on the the cemetery one, does that, like, is it an hour? Is yeah, it 90 you know, minutes? Is it... We wanted to make, so we've got a, uh, that is the right by flashlight and we've got one tonight and one tomorrow night and then they're done those start at six uh check-in is 15 minutes before and we're so awfully sorry but we get down in a dark cemetery we can't wait for late patrons so this is a wonderful tour for ages eight and up and it lasts about an hour the downtown tour darkness falls which is going to be going on for the next five nights uh, uh tomorrow night is sold out that runs usually about an hour and 10 and it's a little less than a mile of walking it's mostly standing and listening it's a really easy route around and it starts, downtown starts where and it starts at the democracy sculpture right across from nectars yep. and so people um if they want to if they want to join us uh me holly rebecca they need to go to seven days tickets and get a hold of their tickets and and very importantly uh make sure you're gassed up 
you've peed, you've eaten, and you <laughs> we get people a lot of times who, uh, you know, we're checking in and they're like, where can I find a bathroom? And I'm like, oh, not here, but somewhere yeah. around here. <laughs> right. and Although hurry, you may please. see someone doing that somewhere, you but could, don't, yeah. <laughs> so don't do it. <laughs> we don't like to talk about yeah. that on How the How much tours. do the tickets cost? Uh, the tickets are $25 for adults and $18 for kids. Seven, seven bucks off for kids. Cool. Yeah, time for one more. One more call. Oh, let's yeah. go to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. See, I just wanted to thank you for your latest book. I just got done reading it. Oh, wow. Oh, gosh, and thank uh, you. being a resident of Burlington for 75 years, I remember so many of those cases. Uh-huh. I knew a lot of the people that you talked about in that book. I bet. Uh, you know, and uh, or I knew their families, or I worked with some of the people you talked about in that book uh, that were on the bad end of it. Yeah. Uh, it was just uh, it was just really uh, nice to read the stories and remember, you know, things that happened during my lifetime. Yeah, I'm so thank you so much for your support and purchasing the book. And it was a it was a book that uh, was was so interesting to write and made me feel uh, so emotional. Just some of the some of the victims and their families, and also as I've mentioned in other interviews, some of the perpetrators whose lives were chaotic and um and you know and we have to feel for them sometimes too not all just not a, all of them <laughs> yeah just a quick side note uh i went to school with a guy when i was in burlington high school who lived just down the street from where kurt does uh i was surprised his story wasn't in there because he killed his parents with a tamp with a hammer and his sister yeah. with a screwdriver oh i do remember yeah. that story yes uh, i know the guy's name i'm not gonna mention it because he was probably probably his juvenile records are locked up but just don't tell me I, it was from my house <laughs> no <laughs> or no, moving. no no i know i think i know the house actually yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the call. Okay. We're almost out of time here, but thanks. Thank you. Yeah. That was a great testimonial for the book. Right. Oh yes, absolutely. All I right. enjoyed it. We're just about out of time. So again, you got just a few spots left for tonight's. Yeah, tonight. Uh, tonight we're closing in on being full, so people should probably go ahead and look at Seven Days Tickets tomorrow night. The Darkness Falls tour sold out, but uh, Sunday night is witch ni- is witch hat night, where everybody gets a free witch hat. And then, uh, of course, Cabbage Night is Monday. We still haven't planned our hijinks for that, but we will. And then Halloween, you're going to have me, Holly, and our other guide Rebecca, who in her regular career writes spooky music for television and movies. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, I know how to pick them. I yeah, do. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. The and woman that runs the, the last cemetery, and she and the other woman writes spooky music. I yes. want to just see if my memory's right on this. Uh, on another show, I think you mentioned a movie that I like, which is Ghost Story. Ghost Story is great, and we've talked about this. What a great Peter! Uh, it was written by Peter Straub and. Was oh. it Straub and King? I don't know. I can't remember. But anyway, what a wonderful set in Vermont. Set in Wood. It's got Woodstock. I, yeah. The br- Woodstock Bridge. He's stumbling out into the snow across the br- Yeah. Fantastic acting. And uh, I encourage anybody out there. I don't know why I always forget that one. Maybe because it's it's like a little more sedate when you start out. Yeah. It but is. it's such a great story. So ghost story. And my last one. Should Halloween be on the last Saturday in October? Oh, my gosh. Kurt, I'm going to quickly say that years ago, this was suggested uh, and brought before. You might have been on the council. I remember. I I I wrote a letter and I said that, why don't we just fling caution to the winds and have Christmas in July and we can all wear (laughs) tube tops while we're opening our presents. So that's that's a giant no. It's all Halloween. Halloween is Halloween. Thea does not do the politician dance. She's like a clear no. My husband calls me the mayor at home. He's always saying, you need to run for mayor. Like, no, I am not qualified. And you know, there and you she, know all the dirt on all the families. There she is. It's the queen of 
spooky Thea Lewis. Thanks, Thea, for, for being on. We love it. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks you have a happy in. Halloween, and everyone. You have you a too. great weekend. Thanks. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to chat with Jimmy Fallon from Fox.